Dragons podcast that follows a handful of fools trying to save the world one mishap at a time. The party has had quite an action-packed walk in the woods, killing three fake gatekeepers and discovering a brand new species, the Degalofs. They culminated their time in the forest by defeating the Queen's sister and are ready to enter Baba Yaga's hut. A white witch, dead before you. It might not be Alvana herself, but you've dealt a blow that she will surely feel. The loss of her sister will no doubt alert Elvana that forces still plot against her. In the meantime, the dancing hut of Baba Yaga, a surprise source of assistance during the fight with Nazira, has lowered itself to you, though it continues to claw and struggle against the stake holding it in place in what was once the marketplace of the city of Gibran. Now that marketplace is a unique forest, and the hut itself surrounded by a fence made of bones. You know the hut will help you find Baba Yaga, though the how... You're not quite certain of now that you are a shiny level 12. I feel like we're like a dull level 12 right now because we have to go to bed soon. We're a little tarnished at the moment. Yeah. We need a shining. My level up technically gave me half the health I have, but I had to get rid of it still. <laughs> How did you guys do well, for your hit point rolls? I got a five. You were there for that. <laughs> I got eight. Wow. Well, no, like I so I rolled a six and I got plus two. Oh, I was saying mine, higher than mine was five plus four, so I got nine. Yeah, I just took the average in D&D. Beyond. Oh, that's no fun. I know. Especially but... when you roll high for hit points. Me? Uh, yeah. No. Have you been taking the average all along? Yeah. I thought you rolled a couple times. No. Oh, been me. There you go. 100% average. Less than a four with it yet. I think it's because of my high constitution. It's gotten up pretty high. Yeah, that's our jam. I went from 99 to 108. That makes sense, right? Because I rolled a six and then the three constitution. Yep. Absolutely. Yes, I yeah. did it right. You have one, you have so is Cam like the only one under 100 now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm at 78. <laughs> 78. Oh, God. I'm at 119. Oh, my word. Is it 119? Yep, 119. I am actually nice. technically only a little bit below average. Yeah. But you guys are just running away with it. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, Justine's only got, she's got a plus three con, so, like, that's, like, a plus four. It is. I think she's got plus points right there. Yeah, I got plus four, so. Yeah. Dang. Us cat folks are built hardy. Yep. <laughs> plus two. <laughs> yeah. That, oh. that, it makes a difference, right? You add that, yeah. you have 24 more hit points you could have. But I also have all the AC out of all of us. Yeah. That's yeah, sad. you totally do. <laughs> I'm that's sitting just, at a flat 20. Because <laughs> you just mind fuck them now with your wisdom so high. <laughs> Ooh, 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 ooh. That's not wearing any armor, right? Like you have no yeah, armor on. <laughs> I have no armor on. I have AC twenty. Yeah, I think because if he puts armor on, it'll get worse. Yeah. yeah. Harm, do you have the armor? On? I have studded leather. leather. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well. Well. Okay. So we're sitting there, and Rob is still a dinosaur. Yes. It's true. And you made me a dinosaur, so I can't even fucking fight it. <laughs> I start eating one of the bodies. Oh God! Ah, oh, stop! Stop! No, Brava! No, don't eat that! Oh God! I I drop it. <laughs> oh God! And then normal Brava, the cat is just not <laughs> nibbling on a little section now. The perfect the predator. Hand still in its ma- in my mouth. Ah! Or... <laughs> uh... Oh God! Lizards are the worst. They're so stupid. So do we want to go in the cabin or do we want to see if we can unstake it? Wait, what what are these bodies out here? Then I think Bravo was trying to eat one. They were on the fence, right? Yes. An old lady and something else. An elven guy. (gasps) Is it the elven guy that backstabbed us? He looks like he's missing a large giant beard. (laughs) 
You can give me, don't give me straight knowledge check. So just straight intelligence, rather. Intelligence. First roll. Big dice. 21 for me. 17. Okay. Penny. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> A 10. Brava, based on the information you've been trying to research about Baba Yaga and going as far back as when you guys met the Black Rider, the more you kind of take in the situation and how the hut was put on display, you're starting to realize that this is probably the other two riders also put on display. You know, I have a feeling these might be the other two riders that they've put on display to signify that they've conquered them and crushed them. Although it's a poor display if you think about it. Like, no one can get fucking in here, so, like, no one's seeing it. Well, yeah, and and you just tried to eat one. I don't talk about that. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, very late in the night. Let's see if these guys have any keys on them then. I cast Animate Dead on the female one. Wait, I tried to get her off the spike first. And then I so said she's not like stuck there. I tried to lift her off and then I will cast Animate Dead. Much like when you were trying to remove the ice from the Black Rider, you find your magic doesn't work. Darn it. To so still use the spell slot. <laughs> Yes. That was the last one. <laughs> the last hurrah. I'm going to go over to the elven guy and I'm going to speak with him with speak with dead. As one of my eldritch invocations, I can speak with the dead at will. You can do what? Penny is right next to you at this stage. <laughs> so I basically try to make if, if he talks back. So I grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse, allowing it to answer questions. We choose. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't be undead. It fails if it's already been the target of the spell within 10 days. Until the spell ends, we can ask the corpse up to five questions. The corpse only knows what it knew in life, including languages it knew. Answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or it recognizes you as as an enemy, then basically that's the gist of the spell. There's a line within that spell that will prevent you from being able to succeed in doing so. <laughs> oh, it's already been... Oh, you've probably interrogated. been interrogated. <laughs> it's already been interrogated. Okay, so I do my incantation. It doesn't work. Precisely. Okay. Huh. I'm going to pat their pockets, see what they got. <laughs> yeah, you check the pockets. I'm going to check this. What tethers the chicken coop to the stake? Is it just a rope? It's a chain. Made out of standard steel. No, this looks like a finer metal than what you've come across before. Mm. And the bodies, aside from the clothing they're wearing, have been stripped clean. All right. Hey, no. I will then join Bravo with the union work of looking at the chain. Sure. This, this is definitely unionized. We need more workers to stare at it. Somebody get a shovel. Yeah, so we, should we try to pull the stake out of the ground or maybe be cut the stake and then slide the chain out? I, I don't think we're going to get through this metal. I don't quite recognize it. Give me a arcane check, Bravo. This is what I was hoping to do with that patch fuck you world uh 13 the chain and spike obviously are giving off a magic aura mm. it's not too too strong but it is different from the feel you get from the hut itself i'm going to open my bag and take out the mask okay unless someone else has it oh, you i know it. i i have it perfect I'm, i still have it so i'm going to take it out and have it in my hands and step forward towards the hut. Does anything happen? No, the hut's still trying to free itself from this stake. I put it like up to my face and hold it for a second and then I take it down again. Does anything happen? Nope. Okay. Bravo, give me another arcane check. About to explode. Oh, that's a lot better. 25. You notice when Penny's got the mask in her hand, there seems to be a similar essence to the mask that there is to the stake. Hmm. I'll take the beard out and then slap the stake with the beard. <laughs> 
and the stake shatters. There's a metal powerful in the snow everywhere. Wow. Is the chain still around too, or just the stake? No, the chain just fell. I hit the, the stake chain. that was holding it no longer. I want to yep. hit the chain with the beard too. Same thing. It just crumbles. It shatters apart into pieces. Damn, I wanted to study that metal. It looked very intriguing. It's in pieces. It's on the floor. For some reason, I thought of it like disintegrating and like fading off into dust for some reason in my mind, but... No, no, it's, it's small pieces. Okay, I'll take some small pieces. For... The sampler. Yeah, the start <laughs> of my sampler pack. <laughs> I think you're free, chicken house, dancing chicken house. Which, now that the stake is gone, it the, it still scratches for a little bit, and it's almost like it comes to the realization that it's free, and it lowers to the ground once more in front of you. The doors on the porch open. I will approach the open doors with mask in hand. Did this chicken house just teabag the witch? <laughs> it's back a little bit. Oh, okay. Just checking. <laughs> it's like, that's a very Wizard of Oz shit going on right now. <laughs> Uh, Pam will nonchalantly just walk past Penny without a magical item in his hand. <laughs> and as you do so, you can, you can make your way right in if you want. No, Cam, they, they, oh, okay. The I first thing you fun. notice as you step through the threshold of the door is the room is strangely larger than the hut itself. Cam, it's bigger on the inside. Oh, God. I would, I would <laughs> almost be disappointed if it wasn't. <sighs> You see in this room, there's a lot of like dried herbs and stuff hanging from the ceiling. There's lots of jars and bottles and vials that contain all kinds of different things, including some magical components, alchemist ingredients and whatnot else. In the middle of this room, there's a very large cauldron that is bubbling and churning. You see the white fumes of heat coming up over it, but there's no fire underneath it. You also notice in this room, there's a large stove, a writing desk, a fireplace, along with some crates and barrels. And then opposite you is a short flight of stairs that leads up to a set of double doors as well. Uh, Black Rider told us just to throw this shit into the cauldron, I thought. I hold the mask out over the cauldron. Mm -hmm. I'll come in as well. I don't want to be outside while they're doing this stuff. Are you ready to say goodbye to the beard, Brava? Mm, not just quite yet. I just want to let's maybe check this the rest of this stuff out. Maybe see if there's anyone upstairs or what's going on with that. Also, I'm going to go check out this desk. And I just want to see if there's anything on the written desk or anything like that. Or There is a very small necklace that's got what looks like a horn on it. Mm. Like the kind of horn you would play. Mm. Like like a big horn or just like a version of like a small pendant? A small version of it. Okay. Horned necklace. And as I pick it up, does the chicken coop get angry at all? No, it does not. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to slowly... I'll put it in my pocket for now. I don't want to put in the interdimensional space bag right now because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think this floor is clear. Uh, Cam, do you want to check upstairs? Just make sure no one's here. And then we'll see what happens with the cauldron. Sure. I start walking up the stairs because no problem. The two doors are currently closed, but they will open inward. Like they have hinges to open inward, or as I get to them, they open up like no, they have hinges, they will open inward. I try to open the door. As you do, and the doorknob clicks and you push the door open, you start to feel the doorknob get really hot. And then almost to the point where it's gonna burn your skin, it just fades away again. Huh. In this room, you're looking at, on the floor, the first thing you notice is a very circular map. And if you stop and look at it long enough, you quickly realize it's a map of the cold north. This map is surrounded by five iron thrones that circle all the way around it. Oh. And then there's one throne, not the middle one, but to the middle. And then one to the left has a pile of bones and skulls, looks to be roped together a little bit. And then behind that throne, there's some columns set against the wall to make a small alcove. Guys, you want to come look at this? What is it? Is it something magical? Yes. Come look. <laughs> Cam doesn't ask us to look at stuff very often, so I'm going to go over. 
Hmm, these so are the three, three thrones, right? Five. Five thrones, and one of them has bones wrapped around it, tied bones to it. and a couple of skulls, and yeah, there's like rope mixed in there as well. Like, do all the others look different then? Like, they're all individuals, or just one looks more badass than the others? The thrones all look the same, it's just the one in particular has this little pile on it. Okay, and there was only three riders to our knowledge, right? Yes. Hmm. Well, that blows up my theory. I thought maybe the other thrones were all for the other riders, and then the one was like the witch lady. These are actual, the thrones are in the room, Jay? Like, yes. to sit on? Yep. I, they, I do, they, oh. they encompass the map. I, I do a count. I go one, two, three, four, when I point at myself, and then I go, Allie, five? Maybe they're for us. I'm going to go to sit in one of the thrones. As soon as you step about 10 feet into the room, past the entrance, the bones on the throne start to rise and form. Oh. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh damn it. Oh, man. Oh, it's not dead. Said Cam in. <laughs> get him, Cam. Wait. So do we get our level up bonuses now? Just not our HP? Nope. 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 Okay. Because I get an extra plus five to initiative. <laughs> I get I get nothing. <laughs> and how did you do, Brava? I got twenty one. Blinky? Twenty seven. Penny? Nineteen. Cam. Twelve. <laughs> The plus five still wouldn't help you. This is why, I, yeah, it would have been better than 12. <laughs> you still would have been last. This is why I'm asking. I keep forgetting to give Cam gift of alacrity so he can go first. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Blinky, you're first. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like it's, I mean, it, it kind of reacted when Penny walked towards the area and it formed. Does As it, it have forms, weapons? It's definitely moving towards her. Just the way the bones are, it's almost like it's formed the bone into kind of like just clubbing limbs. Okay. I'd be like, stay back, you weird creature of bones. All of the Eldritch Blasts. Okay, let's see. Okay, that's good. I use my uh, reaction to take cover because she's a terrible shot. Shoot sure for yourself, thing. Mr. Wild Magic. Everyone should duck when you do magic. 26 for the first one. Easily. 12 for the second. That will miss. And 27 for the third. So two that hits. That will also strike. Yep. All right. 21 damage. Okay. And then it's your brother. Well, I'm not exactly equipped for this anymore. So I will cast Blade Ward on myself and take a few steps back till I can get in there. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Sounds good. But before Cam, it's Penny. I know. I would have gone sort of like more to protect my brother because I know he's pretty hurt. I mean, even... I'm, we're all kind of hurt, but, you know, I'm just kind of going in front of my brother. Oh, my God. Sure, no problem. How far away from me is it? About 10 feet. Okay. I'm sorry, Jay. You said we could use, like, our level up stuff or no? Not yet. So now I can't use my level up spell that I've picked? Nope. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I got to pick something else. Like, dang. I would have, like, literally ruined this whole thing's career. <laughs> <laughs> I would have decimated it. I was so excited. I mean, I have the career under as well, so we're fine. <laughs> this thing's going to not last long. I am going to cast Thorn Whip at it and try to pull one of the clubbing bones away and down to the ground. That is a one. A one? Yeah. Oh, no. It surprised me. I was so excited to sit in this cool chair and this thing showed up and wanted to hit me. So I was not ready to fight. Okay. You find the spell basically fizzles out. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Anything else before Cam goes? I'm going to try to telekinetically shove it. Make a strength sure. saving throw. 17. It passes. It's fine. <laughs> Turn over. Damn. Oh, I'm just going to go straight to the murder. 
<laughs> Two swings with Dawnbringer. You ba -ba -ba -ba. That is a 21 and a 24. Those will both hit. The, and I will take my extra D10s. Unless you tell me this is some sort of wood shenanigans. No. So the first hit is 22. Okay. And then the second one is worse, 16. Already. Obviously all radiant. And of course. Oh, I'll go for Flurry of Blows. Just go punch it twice. 15 and a 12. Both miss. Penny, what level did you cast Thornwood Bat? Just as it's ah, cantrip? Crap it's a cantrip, yeah. Okay, cool. So this lovely bone creature who has a Camelith right in front of him yep. will try to club him. Stop. Not with a 9. Nope. With a 23. Yeah, it. That will be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that's fine. And then as a free action, Stop. it's going to attempt to Thorn Whip Penny. <laughs> this is where the crit comes into play. It was able to cast the spell as a bonus action on its turn. Ah, okay. A little fun one. Unfortunately, it's still only an 11. Misses. And then the last thing it's going to do is turn towards our dear, sweet Blinky. Uh, oh, that's going to be a 19. Hit. So after it thorn whips at Penny, the one arm shoots out and it launches a series of bones that come down in a cage around you. And it's kind of got you constrained a little bit. No. no. Bad creature. Bad creature. Uh, I don't like this. Well, it's your turn <laughs> as you are restrained. Oh, restrained. Okay. Yep. So does that mean I can't cast spells or? If they require you to be able to move your hands. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Let's see. Eldritch Blast is V and S verbal and somatic. somatic. That means I, I have to use my motions. Sure so do. not Eldritch Blast. That's fine. <sighs> All right. Okay. Okay. I am going to cast. Hmm. Yes, I'm going to cast dissonant whispers on him. Sure thing. He has to make a wisdom saving throw. So I start singing. Sixteen. Eight. He does not make it. So he takes seventy-six psychic damage. Okay. That's what happens when your intelligence is minus three. Seventy-six. <laughs> Dang. I know you well, think it'd be awesome, but cast it at level five. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. But that's only 11 points of damage because I rolled like <laughs> oh, no. a crap ton of ones. We have no idea. There was like four or five ones and the others were twos. Because oh, you refuse to use real dice, I'm telling you. I mean, I don't even have 7d6. The best that's part fine. is, how do you not have 7d6? Well, you're right. I probably do. I mean, um, 76 just in front of me. I have seven, too. Anyways, I have that 24 was, D6s in front of me. It's 11 <laughs> damage. And uh, yep. oh, I think there's a second part. Oh, yes. He takes that as psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Um, okay. He doesn't move into dangerous ground, etc. That's it. So he starts backing away back towards the throne, essentially. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Please. Ooh, that is a five. That's so the cage tightens on you even more. You take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Uh oh. And then it's to your brother. Sister seems to be in danger. Do I expend my spell slot for her? How far away is like how big's the room to us? Like, can I run to him? Thirty-five speed. You could easily get to him. Uh, He's backed away from you. You've backed away from him. It's probably maybe twenty-five feet tops between you. He's probably going to be resistant to this, but I'm actually going to roll. I'm going to, I think, do the same thing Justine will. I'm going to frostbite him. <laughs> sure thing. So it's a con saving throw. 16. That does beat it because that is my sorcerer power. Anything else on your turn? Mm, no, not really. I don't have any actions left in life. 
then Penny can do her thing. There was right on the money. I was totally going to do Frostbite, but now for something different, I'm going to instead turn away from it and I'm going to move towards Blinky. And as I do, I'm going to cast Primal Savagery on myself and then swipe at the bones to try to like, like the key. Sure. So that is a 21. You are successful at hitting the cage. I'm hitting the cage. Hopefully it was a a low dice check. And 3d6 acid damage. And I'm hoping acid will do bonus because they're bones. (laughs) 11. 11 acid damage. The structure itself definitely starts to weaken. It's still there, but it's, you can see it's. Like it's yeah. probably buckled enough that Blinky may even be able to get out when she has a chance. And then I'm going to shout, we should put the keys in the cauldron. Maybe it will go away. Cam to you. Eh, I'll just hit it first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here anyways. Yeah, yeah I, sword's already out. It's two swings with Dawnbringer. One is a natural 20 and the other one's a 19. What's that, Dawnbringer? You want to kill it? Okay. <laughs> the second one, you rolled a 19 or that was the total? Total. Second one misses. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure the 20 hits, though. <laughs> yep. Roll a d6 for me. One. Okay. And then roll normal damage for me. Oh, normal damage isn't fun. Math. 26. 26. So you do 26 points of radiant damage to it and 26 points of fire damage to it, and the creature is destroyed. Hey. The cage remains in place. I'm going to pull on one of the bones now. Just like so you can do it. You can do a dexterity saving throw blinky with advantage if you want. Yeah, I'll do that. Since I guess Penny's helping me. 19. Yep, you slip free easily enough. (laughs) Why does this house have a weird bone thing in here? Guard. Maybe that was the witch. I don't know. We'll find out later, I'm sure. We just beat Baba Yaga. Oh gosh, was it Baba Yaga and we killed well, her? Maybe, maybe it was what was left of Baba Yaga and like we needed to go somewhere for her to rejuvenate somewhere and we just killed her even more. I don't, I don't know. Think, uh, I don't think she is in the stories. She has bone powers. She, 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 I don't know. She's seems probably more powerful than a bone creature. Dead things is, is Cam's and Penny's thing anyways. I'll let them figure that out. Maybe we should put the stuff in the cauldron. That's a great idea, bro. Get attacked by the skull and thrones. But now there are, back. There are no ahead, more skulls on the throne, so I could sit on it now. When we go downstairs, Jay, is there anywhere where there's a, like, are there any chairs in the room? In the main room? Cauldron room, yeah. There is not. Oh, shit. I'm going to pull out a little bit. Sorry, of aside. Yes, there is. Sorry. There's one. There's one chair by the desk. I'm going to set up shop there where I'm going to try to make a seatbelt with, with some rope and <laughs> just tie it off in one spot and tie it up to another. <laughs> just get ready to sit down. All right, let's do this. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the fuck this thing does. It's a dancing hut. Who knows what it is. Maybe it has to like do the can-can all the way, all the way, all the way there. It's going to moonwalk. Yeah. Just a slow walt where it just has <laughs> no, no pattern whatsoever. <laughs> Who's got the items? I have the beard still. I'll, I'm just going to give it to Penny before I sit down and get into my seatbelt position. I think she's still up by the throne. No, no, I would, I would have come down with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You guys make your way back into the, I'm going to call it the common room when you came in. And you place the items in the cauldron and they kind of sit and bubble on the surface mm-hmm. and then slowly, obviously sink down as the cauldron takes it over. And the room all around you begins to shimmer and slowly this plume of green smoke comes out of the cauldron and begins to spread throughout the entire room to the point where like, as it reaches all of you, you're kind of coughing a little bit as you're taking it in. And 
suddenly all you can see is this green smoke. You can't see anything else. And then almost as if there was a vacuum of some sort, it dissipates back into the cauldron itself. In a black cauldron in the middle of a rather rustic room, the floors are made of timber, walls are made of log, even the high ceiling frame is long beams. There's various barrels crates, some farm tools. In the corner opposite the fireplace, there is a staircase that climbs to a small wooden landing. And then to kind of the left of the cauldron, basically behind where Bravo was sitting, is a shallow alcove off the landing holding two nice thick oak doors. Are we in a different place now? Are there windows? There are. I would like to look out a window. This is the place that was always here. We just didn't see it. You look out the window and it's a forested snowy area. Like less similar, similar but different. Yeah, like not thorny anymore, right? Very different foliage compared to where you were. Similar, but also very different, everyone. Mm. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Where's Kansas? (laughs) I wonder if we shouldn't have thrown both in there. If we perhaps could have gotten the same results by only putting one in. Well, too late now. Actually, I look in the cauldron. Are they still in there? They are not. (laughs) Just floating and stewing now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. The gross beard. Wet beard. (laughs) (laughs) The the writer did say that if we put both keys into the cauldron, we'd find Baba Yaga. Maybe this is where she is. Hello? Kind of call out. Kind of echoes a little bit off the wood, but that's about it. Go to the door. Sure. Listen to the door. Is there a keyhole there? There is no keyhole. Feet first. Open the door. So although the door is very heavy, that's unlocked and opens just fine. And as you kind of open it and take it in, there's a long corridor stretching in both directions. Similar, still the age plank floors, solid logs form the walls with some intricately carved designs here and there. Things like lances, centaurs, maybe some birds of some type. And you also see a few moths and very tiny fireflies kind of fluttering through the hallway. And this hallway in both directions stretches for hundreds of feet. Oh, Where are we? Is the city nearby? Not that you know of. Hmm. Is there still the door exiting or was that not an option? It was just these There doors. is no door. You just have this corridor now. Oh, no. Hello? And that echoes down both halls or both directions of the hall, rather. Yaga! Yaga, yaga, yaga. I kind of figured the hut would get up and run to the place. This is definitely That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's also what I was thinking. Actually, my first thought was that the hut itself would just teleport after doing a dance, but I feared that it would just run there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we don't seem to be in any immediate danger. Do any of the windows open? They do not. Hmm. There's only one in this room. Oh, we didn't hear anything reply back when we said hello. No, you did not. We heard our echoes. Plinky. We heard yeah. our echoes. I'm going to take a real good look out the window, and does it seem like outside is real? or is Very it much like so. The, hmm. Everything out there looks real. I'm going to try shooting my crossbow bolt through the window just to <laughs> see what happens. Bounces off the glass. Boltproof glass. <laughs> we are in a magic area. It stands to reason that the glass might be a bit more durable. You never know. Well, I guess we can, without beds in here, so I don't really think we can, you know, sleep comfortably in here. You guys want just a quick rest? Sure. I mean, at this stage, we're, we're not in the city anymore. We're not in danger. We have no idea where we are anyways. We might as well just hang out in this room for now. Maybe Baba Yaga will come to us. He and crumpets. Does it look like the main room is used, Jay? Like, or is there a layer of dust on everything? There's no dust. No dust. Is there food? Not in this room that you've found. Like, the crates... Again, it's whatever barrels and whatnot have more or less like 
tools of farming tools and such. Well, someone somehow gets outside. Was there fire in the fireplace? Yes. And someone's coaching. Mm, does this fire seem magically lit? Yes. Son of a bitch. The fireplace and the cauldron are the only landmarks, so to speak, yeah. that you might still be in the same room. You might be on a different dimension or realm, kind of like the astro planes and the astral sea. If this is the same room and it's all Baba Yaga's realm that we unlocked with these keys, apparently, then I, I don't know. I mean, up until the bone thing, I wouldn't have thought that uh, there would be a lot of things here that could kill us. But if, if Baba Yaga has a lot more traps, maybe that's something we'd be careful of or wary of. Well, we don't even know if the skeleton was Baba Yaga's thing. Like you said, she doesn't historically, you know, deal with undead things. Sometimes it's just easy to leave a skeleton behind. Yeah. Well, should we head on further into this place? See if we can find a comfortable place to wait for Baba Yaga or... Oh, there is that corridor. Or do we send Cam through this whole building as fast as he can run? Blindly trying to open every door he can. <laughs> He's thinking about it. Cam's thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Ah, fuck it. I got a couple doors in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> Here, I'll time you. I'll go into the corridor and open the first door I find. All right. You go 200, 300, 400 feet. Finally, you come to a door and on the outside of it, there's a symbol that looks kind of like a, almost like a half circle, but it's inverted. And there's like lines coming out of it with a single arrow pointing straight downward. Half circle inverted? Yep. So rather than being upright, it's upside down. Okay. So, the so it's the bottom half of a circle, essentially. Okay. A bowl shape with an arrow yep. pointing into it. Arrow pointing below it, not Yeah, into the it, arrow right? goes through it and points downward. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. And then there are squiggly lines. You knock, knock, knock. I knock, knock, knock. And like, but I also kind of like sidestep and get ready to run. <laughs> you wait, you wait, you wait. Nothing happens. Kill the handle. <laughs> yep. Doors loose, like unlocked. Unlock, open. Okay. As you open the door, you're met with a little bit of a slightly chilled breeze. You can smell like a peat moss and a little bit of like an undeath scent in the air. Oh. As you look in, this entire chamber looks to have been almost devoured by a forest. The walls are literally tangled black leafless trees and there's a little bit of flakes of almost like a rusted iron color on the ground and then within a nest of iron branches in the center of the room is a fist-sized orb with pale light emanating off of it and just the light coming off it almost makes the branches kind of dance a little bit oh hey you guys <laughs> you all hear him loud and clear Cam, yeah. what is it did you find something then brava <laughs> oh well fine you can come too okay <laughs> Let's go. I saunter down. Like I basically fine. just walk while I, or watch the thing while I wait. Sure. And nothing happens as everybody comes to join you. And you all see the exact thing that I just described to Cam. Okay. This time, Penny, let's not run into this room very quickly until we can establish the threats. I mean, I'm just oh. looking at the orb. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the orb too. <laughs> I was going to go touch the orb. So this is probably a good thing that Bravo said not to touch the orb. Stand back and ponder the orb. That's what we do. Yes. Ponder the orb. Meditate okay. on the orb. This is, this is a new thing for me. What what should I what should I think about, Linky, when I look at the orb? Not touching the orb. Yes. <laughs> just not touching it. I just, I just need to think that I shouldn't touch Focus it. Focus on not touching the orb. Okay. Um, obviously, it's magical. 
Hmm. I will spend the next 10 minutes trying to cast Identify to see what this orb might be doing. Okay. I last 30 seconds thinking about not wanting to touch the orb. And then I'm just going to like, my attention wanders. And now I'm I'm not going to touch anything, but I am looking at the trees and the forest now instead. See if I can glean any insights from them. But continue on with with Bravo's thing, please. Yeah, as Bravo's working away and you're looking at the trees, all of a sudden... Out of the tree comes this raven right past you, Penny, and it lands on the orb. And it just looks at the collective some of you. Or first in the flame. Ravens are bad, right? Maybe, but like you feel like genetically his, her mom should do the same things with ravens as she could. So like maybe it's a good raven? Talk to it. Hello, raven. Hi. We come in peace. It kind of snaps its head sharply and looks directly at you, Blinky. Oh, hello. We're looking for Baba Yaga. Do you we'll know her? A defensive stance. Baba Yaga is not here, but you can find her. Never fear. First, however, you must persuade me you possess the strength necessary to bear my knowledge. My question is a simple one. Born twins, they live not, yet they grow until death. Their fates are often tied, ever crescent, as the moon, symbols of the warrior's pride. And his head kind of snaps a little bit to the side, and he says, The answer to this question lies in the chamber beyond. Bring me the answer, and I shall give you what you seek. And I will put that exact little blurb on Discord for you guys. Uh, I got about Thank half of you. That. Born Thank twins you. dead. It sounds like a prophecy for us right now. I know. You <laughs> have to kill the cats. Wait a minute. Oh. I'm a twin. <laughs> kill the twins. But- at least it didn't Wait. say, why is a raven like a writing desk? So there we go. <laughs> why is a raven like a writing desk? Alice never figured out. That was the whole thing. The caterpillar asks her in Alice in Wonderland. Oh! Yeah, but there's no answer. <laughs> why is a raven like a writing desk? Live not, yet they grow until death. Fates are often high. as the moon, symbol of the warrior's pride. Mr. Raven, what other room is there? And you just see him turn his head and there's a small, now that you look, there's a small break in the trees. It's the way they overlap. They look like they were connected, but there is a spot you can go in behind. Is, is the room beyond dangerous or Mr. Raven? Merely a test of your merit and strength. That's dangerous. And uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take a step in. <laughs> okay. As you do so, you see a fairly wide chamber. This one's more kind of grayish trees with some thorny tangles of brush. In the center of the room is a very gnarled and leafless tree, and the branches, they almost look like claws the way they turn. Hmm. That tree going to murder us. I don't know, but this is a merit of our strengths, you know. None of us are particularly strong physically. Symbol of a warrior's pride, not a tree, though, right? Those of you in the room can make a perception check, or that are barely in the room, I guess would be the way to word it. I guess my perception, too. Yay. Unnatural 20. Okay. Blinky, how'd you do? Yeah, that's bad. Six. Penny? I got a nine, but I rolled a one. And Brava. I got a four. Okay. You guys can carry on then. 20 didn't get anything? The 20 did not. Oh. Oh, no. Well, he said we have to bring it to him, so it's in this room somewhere. But what do we have to fight? I mean, we asked, I asked him if it was dangerous, but, I mean, test of strength is not, it's not, you know, give me any good feelings that this is not dangerous. I'm going to get low onto the ground, Jay, and just, like, look, moving my hands around on the floor, anything hidden. No, not nothing hidden. I think it's just this tree. We go closer to the tree or? Yeah, Cam will go close to the tree. Okay. You can walk right up to it if you'd like to. I will poke 
the tree hesitantly. As you poke the tree, you very briefly hear this grunt sound. And as you turn your head towards the sound, out of some of the bramble comes this boar that starts out low, but as it stands up, its back is probably about eight feet high. It's completely white with solid black eyes. And it missed. It hit the tree instead as it tried to hit you. Oh, probably no. For the best. Roll for initiative, kids. This thing kills us. Oh, my God. Blinky, how'd you do? Oh, 18. Penny? 11. Cam? 21. And Brava? 23. You will be first then, Brava, followed by Cam. Mm. Clarification. Mm. Just when you said it missed Cam, was that because yes. it was charging it or because yeah. it's like a humanoid type thing? It was it charging was... in and it missed and it hit the tree instead. Okay. Because I rolled a two on its attack. Oh. Mm. I don't really have tons of things here. I will. I'll mind sliver him. Sure. As is tradition. Yeah, intelligence saving throw. I rolled garbage on these. Eight. Does not succeed. You will take a minus 1d4 on your next saving throw before the end of my next turn. Okay. And I roll 3d6 psychic damage, which is eight psychic damage as I start to stare it down. Cam's right in front of it. You can see it's trying to shake the pain out of its head, but you're welcome to add to it now. Oh, yeah. It attempted to look at me funny, so I will attempt to look at it funny back with two Dawnbringer slashes. Yep. So that's a 31 and a 22. Both are successful. I'm assuming it's just a weird boar. Yes, sir. So between the two strikes, that will be 25 damage. Well done. Radiant. And then I will do a bonus action punch. Sure. The 16 to hit. 16 to hit misses. Cool. That's better. All right. Then it'll drop down to Blinky. I have like really big, long, sharp looking tusks. Yes, he does. Interesting. Yep. Yep. The answer. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Are they crescent shaped? <gasps> they could be uh, crescent. Anyways, how, how bad does he... <laughs> Hey, how bad does he look? Took a couple good shots from Cam. All right. Well, pew, pew, pew. three Eldritch Blasts right at him. You betcha. <laughs> well, 16, you said that didn't hit, right? That is not successful. 22 and then 17. So the 22 will obviously hit. Okay, cool. Okay, that's 15 damage. That was max damage. Nice. Very nice. Well, almost max. It would be max for regular Eldritch Blast. All right. Anything else on your turn? I'm going to get closer to Brava and make sure he's okay. That's that's my turn. Okay. Kit is going to attempt to smack Cam. Up. That's a natural 20. Oh, come on. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> so it's going to first do double damage, which is this. Need more dice. Oh, no. I didn't have any D6s up. Relax. <laughs> that's going to be a whopping 14. Nope. Sorry. Bad math. 10. 23 points of piercing damage and then you just feel this searing heat come through you for another three points of fire damage and you are actually starting to burn cool and then it goes to penny i just had a terrible thought of don't kill me cam is burning i should cast frostbite on him that will fix it (laughs) no I am going to leap forward and I transform into a brown bear. Did you still have one left? I have one left. Okay. Oh, yeah, from the short rest. Yes. Okay. So I transform into a brown bear uh, and I get to make a multi-attack. So I'm going to swing with my claw at it and knock it away from Cam. Do, do, do. Plus five. That's a 22, which I believe we said hits. That will hit. Nice. Seven plus four. 11 slashing damage. Okay. I'm going to 
that kind of bite him on the back of the neck, but that is only a, oh, it's, it's a 19, which still doesn't. That misses. Misses. Okay. So nothing on the, on the bite, just a swipe with the paw. Then we swing back to Bravo. I will continue to mind him, mind sliver him, because I really have nothing else left. You continue to sliver away as I rolled a five. I am chiseling away at his mind right now. Oh, God, that did not go. Oh, God. Three damage. Ooh. Absolute minimum. <laughs> Cam, unless Bravo's got something else up his sleeve. I'm just going to back up a bit so I'm not in like a straight line of the boar and anybody else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm on fire. Yep. You can actually start your turn with a constitution saving throw. Even better. That will be a 12. Oh, I'm a knight again. You continue to burn for four more points of fire damage. Okay. John, are you the only one who didn't go to get a cookie? I don't... I keep snacks and stuff, like, within arm's reach. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, no, I... Almost every time we've played, I've always had, like, drinks, extra drinks, snacks, dinner, within... Good progress on the water bottle today so far. Actually, that's the leftover from yesterday. I'm going to just kind of slightly fill it up before I leave. <laughs> uh, more often than not, I do finish the water bottle, but probably not today. So I think I'd just gone to you, Cam, before I froze. Yeah, I took four damage from yes, fire. The fire. And then I didn't say anything else after that because I warbled. Yeah, warbling. Same time uh, every week. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm already taking the damage, there's a chance I'll probably be okay to take one more, especially if I get this thing in a bad way. So what I'm going to do uh, is I am going to... Yeah, okay. I am going to use two attacks with Dawnbringer. I'm going to do the first one. I'm going to make it a stunning strike. Uh, that'll be 23 to hit. Successful. Constitution saving throw. Only a 14. Stunned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for the Damage on the first attack is max damage, so 16. Okay. Second attack with Dawnbringer. Uh, the 31 to hit. Yeah. The 19. I was going to say it had to be. Yeah. Uh, for almost max damage, 15. Nice. This thing's looking rough. Cool. Then I'll just, I was going to Flurry Blows it anyways. Uh, so flurry of blows. Uh, first punch is a natural twenty. Ooh. Shoot, this this boar owes Cam money for something, <laughs> or it insulted his mother. <laughs> Double damage, and it would be stunned if it wasn't already. Oh, ow. Uh, 
So that'll be nine damage. Okay. Uh, you said this thing's looking rough? Yeah, like you can see its legs are buckling right now. Okay, I'm going to hit it one more time. Or I am I have the second punch anyways. Uh, so... Do, 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 do. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. Or 29. Something. It's a lot. Uh, and then I'm going to also put a hands of harm into it just to make sure it goes down. Um, so should have done that with the other one. Uh, when you hit a creature with an arm strike, you spend one key point. Okay, so uh, so that'll be for seven or seven bludgeoning and nine necrotic. And that's enough to put the creature out of its misery for sure. Cool. And then I start patting myself down, even though I know it technically doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, you'll take four more points of fire damage before it goes out. Because uh, he can't concentrate on it anymore. It was a spell? No, it wasn't a spell. It was a smite. Oh. Oh. Holy <laughs> radiant fire damage? <laughs> nope, just straight fire damage. Oh damn, you were on fire for that and you kept fighting. Yeah. I, I do believe these look quite crescent shaped, and there are two of them. I believe these might be our things, and I'm pointing at the tusks. Um, does anyone know how to remove teeth as I look at Cam? <laughs> and he has an axe. I just thought. I mean, this is not be... rocket science. I... <laughs> I might have something. <laughs> this a is little not bit surgery. More refined for that, but <laughs> I'll, I will like just take uh, the end of Dawnbringer and I'll basically kind of make like uh, aiming lines. Wait, for Penny, Penny, can you bring like, it back to life? Hit it right there. Oh. Also, I'm oh. a bear. <laughs> a bear who can climb, so I am going to climb the tree though. Okay. Okay, I guess I'm doing it myself. I'll get the chopper. Yeah, I just like, I just like, this conversation happens and I I go, nope. And I turn around and I climb the tree. (laughs) Give me a survival roll, Cam. That's a 12. Yeah, it takes you about 10, 15 minutes, but you manage to cut them loose. Okay. I figured I'd start hacking at the bone and then be like, okay, fine. I'm just going to go around. With... Yeah, just go a little deeper in and eventually get them free. Yeah. Anything in the tree worth noting? No, nothing at all. Just gives you a clear, clearer view of the room. And now you can kind of see how the boar would have been hidden in the area that it came from. Mm-hmm. From where I am at my vantage point, is there any other exits out of this room? No, just the one you came through. Okay. I will come back down after a few minutes and how badly is Cam struggling to get through these tusks? Like I said, it takes him about 10 minutes or so to cut them both out. If Cam asks for help, then I would 
turn back into Penny. So I'll leave that with him. Oh, you already walked away from helping. <laughs> I I lie down with my chin on my bare paws and I watch. I observe. Um, how's the fur? Is it like very bristly or is it soft? On the boar, it's very bristly. My fur is very soft. It's almost, it's almost, you know, when hay or corn husks get really, really dry, it gets that sharpness to it. Same kind of idea. I'm just going to pluck a few hairs out and put it in the sample bag. Sure. <laughs> Don't know whether that'll come useful, but I'm sure it might. <laughs> you want like a, you want like a square of skin or? Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't need that much. I don't think. <laughs> There's gonna be a string of like creature deaths in the next little bit. They're just all gonna be mentioned. But this like patches <laughs> of skin. <laughs> Dexter samples off of them. <laughs> that alligator's missing part of its back. That. <laughs> We're just and I collect thumbs. You're collecting skin patches. We're just. We all have weird hobbies. <laughs> We're collecting fabrics and materials. Uh, well, once Cam gets that free, I'd say we go back to this Raven guy. Yeah. Sure. You make your way back out of the gray forest, essentially into the previous room with the orb where the Raven remains. And as soon as you come in, the head turns kind of sideways and looks closer. Ah, well done. And he kind of beckons for you to approach. I'll approach. And now that you're at the orb, he's actually, there's a very small nest underneath him. And he's kind of like motioning for you to put the tusks there. If he kills me, you kill the raven. And then I... Put the tusks on the... I take a step back a little. <laughs> As you do, he kind of, with his beak, picks at what you can now see as a necklace around his neck, obviously, uh, with an iron amulet on hanging on it, and there's a rune on it. And he says to you, the amulet holds only one of the three clues you seek. It will reveal the first ingredient for Baba Yaga's kettle. Look for this key where time catches up to us all. And as he says that, and you take the amulet, he and the tusks, the orb glows briefly, and he just disappears. And as the orb kind of fades a little bit, you just hear, look for the mother when the moon is full. I think that was the baby boar. There isn't a mama boar out there. You got to go to the opposite end of the hallway, and that's where the mama boar is. <laughs> so, you said the amulet was had the first clue of three. Yes. And he said, "Look for this key." Look for the key where time catches up to us all. 
Mm. Is there more hallway beyond this door? Yes. This wasn't at the end of the hallway. This was just a door on the way. Correct. Okay. The hallway just continues again further. What's the, I'm going to take a look at this amulet. What's the symbols look like or say, do I recognize it in any way? It's clearly a runic symbol. Give me a history check. Mm, let's do big dice for that one. Worth it. Uh, 23. 23, huh. You recognize this as a rather ancient, long, no longer used, rather runic system. This one stood out for you, especially based on the studies of you and your sister in terms of dragons and such. And that's how you recognize that this is the symbol for dragon. Hmm. Seems to be an ancient symbol for dragon. I wonder if that's, I wonder if we have to put a piece of a dragon in the cauldron or make a tea out of a dragon in her kettle. I don't know. I kind of wish we took a piece of that dragon we fought earlier now. <laughs> I was hoping we could get back there, but seems we won't be able to get back there for a while now to get that dragon. Mm. Well, let's head down this hallway, I guess. We'll just... I think we should rest up a bit. I mean, this room seems safe. I mean, if we can get outside, I could pop the tower and we can sleep in there, but I don't know if we just want to sleep in the hallway. I guess we could take I mean, shifts. Sleeping. Back to the cauldron room. Sure, we could go back to the cauldron room. Then we can look at the kettle and see how big it is and what we need, what we could fit in it. This would not be terrible. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been up all night. We yeah, we've been up all night. We've gone through hell and back. <laughs> Started a revolution. Left said revolution in the dust. <laughs> yeah, we should we should sleep. Bravo looks like he's about to keel over. I what are you like, talking about? Uh, I no, feel like I'm gonna. I forgot. I'm, I'm still a bear, so my last statement was not said out loud, but I do a big yawn as the bear. And he's tired, too. <laughs> All right, we'll head back to the cauldron room. All right, you trek back, make the whole way back, and yeah, no problem. The room is just as you left it. Which way do the doors swing for this room? Inward. Inward. Okay. So we could like move some of these crates here to stop maybe someone from coming in this room. I think that might be overthinking it. Also, I don't know about you, sister. I, I can't lift those crates. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably too weak right now anyways to do it.
I lie down in front of the door as the bear because I can be in my wild shape for five hours. And I'm assuming if I sleep as the bear, I sleep as Penny. So. Oh, you have your mental. Never mind then. But you're always awake for four hours anyway. Just be awake as a bear for four hours. Yeah. She's not going to meditate while she's a bear. That's what yeah. I mean. Just be the bear for the first four hours and then go meditate for another four hours. And... Yeah, she wants to be on watch for the first shift this time. I'm okay with it. Yeah, let's do that. I will be shift for the first for the first four hours then. And I will lie down in front of the door and stretch out so that it can't open. <laughs> so we're going to do watches then? Okay. I know. Not really. Not really. Just, just one bear watch. Okay. I think at this stage, if anything ambushes us, we're fucked, everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's my uh, scientific analysis of this scenario. <laughs> but Penny, Just... you're laying against the door then? Yes. For continuity's sake, I did let Brava keep the, the necklace or the amulet. Oh, okay. Because Cam wouldn't care. I guess just before bed, I want to ritual cast identify on the other necklace I found, the horn necklace, to see if there's anything magical about it. Absolutely. It is a horn of hearing necklace. Oh my god. <laughs> you determine by... He's expanding his senses. Fucking daredevil, baby. By wearing <laughs> this, sound-based perception checks are made with advantage. No. <laughs> Does it involve being... Do you have to be attuned to it? Or is it just one of those, yes. like... Okay. No. You figure you have to wear it to get it. Hmm. Well, not every not every magic item has to be attuned. That's all, Jay. So, are you still identifying it at this point? Uh, yes. So, once you figure out what it is and how it works, you realize in mid thought and study, you can't hear anything in the room right now. Oh no. It's dead silent, so I can't hear Penny's snoring. You can't even hear the breath coming off the bear. Mm-hmm. I start yelling at Cam. Cam, can you hear me? You can't even hear. You hear him, Cam. Clear as day. I I just kind of give him a weird look. Like, of, of course I can. His lips move, but you don't know what he's saying, brother. I'm going to say in his mind, we can hear you. Why are you shouting? That, you uh, that, was, a, that was in my mind. Uh, can I repeat or probably do this message? <laughs> no? Oh, okay. Uh, I, I will. I think this ambulance has taken my hearing. <laughs> Stop being so loud. What did Cam say? He said, stop being so loud. Maybe put the amulet down. Stop being a clown? (laughs) I will place the amulet out of reach of me and wait a little bit and see if that does anything. Five minutes goes by and 
all of a sudden you're starting to pick up little sounds within the room and then slowly everything else, including the boiling of the cauldron. Yep. Mm, weird. Somehow this thing makes it easier to hear things, but yet somehow you don't hear anything. That's weird. Is it cursed, maybe? Possibly. I didn't seem to notice anything of those farts. Maybe it's just part of the things. Maybe it's like the frequency of dogs, how dogs can hear different frequencies than us. Yes, um, but they can hear us talking. True. Um, and I'll just put it back in my pocket. We'll, I'll figure that out. At least it's not some kind of demonic thing that's going to possess us tonight or anything along those farces. Speaking of which, uh, the mystery amulet I got from the treehouse. <laughs> I will kind of be uh, attuning to that while I take my rest. So over, sure. over that. I assume Dawnbringer will help me not be dead from this mystery amulet. <laughs> amulet, was that the, the rune one? With yeah. dragon on it? No. I got before a, that, he got it. I got one for helping save the dad. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I'll figure that out when I wake up. <laughs> if I wake up. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, I don't have to bet. I'm pretty exhausted now. That, that last ritual took a lot out of me. Yeah, I'm heading for bed. Good night, everybody. You don't hear any replies. <laughs> Bitch. I'll just assume no one or everyone was already sleeping. Penny, you are sleeping next to the doors as a bear. Well, I think I have to be awake next to the door as the bear. Is that correct? That's what we've determined. Yeah, essentially, because yeah. you're going to be concentrating on it. So you're more or less resting against it. Do you have to concentrate for wild things? It's considered part of a concentration thing. When you're knocked unconscious, it puts you out of it. Let's just look at this and we can edit it later. I mean, it doesn't say, I, it doesn't specifically say I have to concentrate on it. Maybe not. I don't think, I don't know why I thought you did. Well, it says Stop. I lose it if I fall unconscious. Which going asleep would be essentially be. If you fall unconscious. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, sleeping yeah, is yeah. being unconscious. Yep. So you can either be on guard as a bear or you can go to sleep and wake up as yourself. Well, uh, the plan was I was going to be on guard as a bear for as long as I could. And then when I turn yeah. back into Penny, then I would continue to lie across both doors. But so I, can at least, I can feel it if they open at least. But yes, but then that's when I'd get my rest. Hopefully. Okay, so <laughs> as your bear form, nothing happens. Ah. Oh, God. Okay. Then, but then... Then you revert back to Penny. Begin your meditation. Asleep like everyone around you. The cauldron mm -hmm. bubbling. It's a nice background noise. You all successfully have a long rest. Yay! Yay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh.
So yes, now any uh, level things you decided for your leveling up to 12 will now kick in, including your hit points. I get 15 spell slots back, six hit dice, and 100 hit points. <laughs> Damn, you have an amulet of plus one natural armor. <laughs> I'm the AC tank, y'all. Well, you need it. Yeah, no, you're not the HP tank. So. Yeah. Brava, when you awake, the entire room is silent. <laughs> Ambulance seems to be still affecting me. Oh. I put it off my possessions. I'm going to put it in the bag of holding. See if that severs the connection from me. Still can't hear anything. But when I, I identified mean, it, it said it. I have advantage on hearing perception, right? Yep. But how do I hear when I can't hear? I close my eyes. Is it like dead, dead daredevil? <laughs> no, you don't get like echolocation. Damn it is it. the dead silent um, in this room. Assuming that he communicates to us, like, I can't hear. I'm going to hit him with the hands of healing and get rid of the deafened status. Cool. You get slapped by Cam and still can't hear a thing. <laughs> Your cheek is now sore. Don't think that healed anything. I can always leave it behind. That seemed to work earlier. I just didn't want to. I'll do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. Yeah, I'm going to put it on. I'm gonna hang it on the chair that I originally put my seatbelt on. Okay. About five minutes goes by. And you slowly start to hear sounds, and then everything comes clear again, just like before. What a weird sensation. That's weird. It's didn't you identify? identify it is like is it true purpose hidden by something i don't know i when i looked into the the purpose of it it says it helps you hear things but then uh, i did not hear things very well unless it was like a metaphor some jackass <laughs> made this magical item and it was like now you can hear things truly and it's like your inner thoughts oh like the the effects name were the effects were actually just the name but it's yes <laughs> But, uh, I mean, we could figure that out another another time, perhaps. It still affected you through the through the the bag. Yeah, I'm not sure. Quite strange. Something I can study later. We got Baba Yaga's to find. Hey, Jay, oh. is there a kettle in this room? There is not. Guys, there's no kettle. What's the point in finding all this stuff if there's no kettle to put them in? I'm not sure. Maybe it's uh, like a metaphoric kettle. Or maybe the kettle Baba is Yaga's the kettle, as it were, is pretty apparent in this room. Yeah. Cauldrons. 
probably the cauldron. It's like the magic manual device. So assuming we can only be uh, attuned to three, I dropped my protection from cold. Don't blame you. Well, that was only very specific thing. Yeah, protection from everything. I don't really need to have a book. Anyways, we should probably maybe go find some other rooms or something and see what we can locate here. Maybe find some yeah, it mom. seems there's... Yeah, the, the mom and then the key. It seems to be a whole thing about finding Baba Yaga. So weird. Ooh, down we... the rabbit hole. Yep. Same where you went before or other direction? Yeah, maybe it looped around. You said you walked a few hundred feet. You see the door of the room you were in last night, very early this morning, depending how you want to look <laughs> at it. And you continue on past it, and you probably walk for between five and ten minutes before you come to a door now on your right. This one has a, it's almost like a crescent facing downward, and there's a, a horizontal line that comes across it. Um, and then there are there's an arrow pointing down and an arrow pointing up. Rabies and an arrow pointing up and an arrow pointing down. Person facing down, arrow down, arrow up. What was the third thing I missed? Wave. A wave? Straight line across it. Straight line, right. Like a, like a horizon almost. A flat wave. Well, a crescent looks kind of like a moon. Possibly. And I, uh, the mother when the moon is full. Yeah. So we just need to find a door with a full moon if these things on the doors are moons. Well, the first one, oh, I guess the first one could have been a half moon. I will give Cam Gift of Alacrity for the day. <laughs> Thanks. I'm already faster, but this one's good too. That'll make you faster. Um. Really? If we're looking for the full moon, then we want to keep going. Should we, should we open this room anyways? See what's inside. I wouldn't tempt it until we know we should go in there. I like Blinky's idea. We can always come back. Yeah. We can see what the next room has on it. If, if these doors are representations of the moon, then the first one was half, and this one's a crescent. So maybe if we keep going, we'll get to the new moon first. Anyways. Yeah. It was a half moon. Do we have to go like the other direction? I, I don't know. Let's let's see what the maybe the, the next door looks like. There would be like a new moon, like no moon. Yeah. All right, we're continuing the same direction. Okay, you guys walk down the corridor for probably almost 10 minutes this time. 
And once again, on your right is another door. This one has a half circle, same position as the first one. And this one has several arrows pointing out of it. And then right in the very center, there's a single arrow pointing straight up. So the arrows are pointing out of it? Yeah. In kind which of direction? Outwards all around. And then there's one in the middle that points straight up. This one makes me think of the sun. What does it make circle. you think of, Cam? I guess a half a sun because it's a half circle. I, I said like a rising uh, sun. Give give your porridge to other people. That's what I get. That's what I get out of this. Which way is the half circle? Like same as last time. So the bottom same as half, last time. A bowl. Smiley face. Yes. <laughs> okay. Huh. Maybe we can keep looking to see if there's more doors. I mean, it's either that or we're standing in the middle of a very, very well-hidden intersection in this hallway. I will it, try and investigate to see if uh, we're in like some kind of nexus point with all these arrows. Sure. that's actually pretty good uh not as good as i thought it was uh 18 nothing that would indicate what you're looking for so to speak it okay. just seems like a long hallway okay i mean we're still only like 10 15 minutes into the escapade. <laughs> further down the hallway guys keep going You guys walk for about another 10 minutes and you come upon an open door on your right. Are there any markings on the door? No, but you can hear the cauldron bubbling. Okay, we went all the way around. Oh. Three doors and three clues, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, there's our answer. I mean, not an answer, but the hallway loops in uh, around it on itself. Wait. Just in case. I want to go back the way we came. Okay. You circle all the way back. Walk for almost half an hour. You come to the door from the opposite direction. Okay. See us. Because I don't think we followed you. No. Yeah, I, I also probably would have ran it. Yep. I just wanted to see if it was one of those weird, like... You go one way, it does this. But if you go the other way, it does this. What if you do it backwards? Yeah, what if I moonwalked? Cool. The rest of your party is watching you invent some strange new walk. <laughs> but the floor's uneven, you trip and fall. Hit your neck on a stone and die. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, nothing happens. This is the way I always knew Cam was going to die. <laughs> He's so fragile. 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 
Okay. All right. So I guess we look in one of the doors. I think the half moon with all the arrows is probably the fullest. Yeah. Go back that way. All right. You guys circle back about 10 minutes to get back to that door. Being very particular about the amount of time and that's just ballparking it roughly. Okay, I was gonna say like something is happening. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to give you guys a, a sense of distance. Yeah. Can I try the door? Is it open? Okay. It does open. And it also opens inward. Alright. Let's go in. As you open the door to this room, you see vines draping the walls of the chamber with flowers on them. Just a simple pink and purple kind of petal. But you're also looking at a winding pathway of pebbles that seems to go through a garden of things like honeysuckle and lilac. And there's a very warm light filling the room. And it's coming from a stone-lined pool of water right in the center. And the purple and orange reflection of an early morning glitters upon the pool's surface. Oh, hell no. Next room. You <laughs> You're here. taking this in, Blinky. Uh, another raven flies down and perches itself at the edge of the pool. Hey, guys, there's a raven. Much like the previous one, it's kind of cocking its head, taking you in collectively. If you need to stay away from the water, I can go talk to the bird. I'm going to stay here. Make sure the hallway is safe. Okay. Penny? <laughs> I'd love to talk to the bird. Let's go talk to the bird. Hello, bird! <laughs> and as you step through, and then the bird can actually see Brava a little bit, it kind of recognizes something about him. And takes you all in and Ah, I see you have passed the test of my brother. Before I aid you, you must first convince me you have the resolve to fulfill your desire. To prove your mental fortitude, you must face what I, the herald of the coming day, cannot. To which I say to you, each night it visits, sometimes horror, sometimes wonder, sometimes profit. When dawn wakes, it flees. When you face this thing, you shall know its desire. And in its desire, you shall find your own. And only by sharing this desire with me can I bind your fates. Once they are bound, I will be able to see your destiny. Can we get that blurb too? <laughs> yep. Uh, it's coming. Oh, I got to go to there. And this, and this. And I turned this. to Cam. I thought we were just looking for Baba Yaga. I don't think I need my destiny told to me. And after its explanation, you can see there is a, a corridor opposite where you came in. 
with a door at the end of it. This is like the other case where what we need is in the next room, maybe? Um, no, you did cut off there for a sec too earlier where it was, uh, you said uh, something about wits and then somewhere where I can't go. Yes. It's the full statement was when you face this, or sorry, no, um, before aided, you have the resolve to fulfill your desire to prove your mental fortitude, face what I, the herald of the coming day, cannot. Well, I mean, as an expert in dreams, I think he might be talking about dreams. That was my guess, too. The darkness. And if he's a herald of the coming morning, I guess that means he's... He can't, he, he can't sleep. He can't sleep. He can't have dreams. But there was all that stuff about binding our fates. We're clearly getting steered in a direction. <laughs> Let's go see what's in this room. Come on. Yeah. Rob, are you coming in? I don't think the water will hurt you. I'll that's I'll a, go over to the pond. I'll I'll go over to the pond and splash it to investigate. See see how deep it is and if it's warm. I just got it's a, lukewarm. They're about three a, feet deep. Terrible image of Blinky just kind of like crouching near the edge of the pond and just like tapping it. That's <laughs> what I was doing. Yes, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> tap 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 tap. See. Bravo, it's, it's fine. And it's only three feet deep. How how big is this? What did you say? It was a pond or a pool? Yeah, it's kind of a, it's description is a pool, but it's about the size of a pond, small pond. So it's realistically about maybe 20 feet in diameter. So we have to go close to it in order to get to the other room? Um, You can circumvent it pretty easily following the path of the garden. Right. Rob, you don't have to go near the water. It's okay. Oh, I wasn't planning on going near the water. <laughs> and just because you slap the water a few times doesn't mean it still can't kill you. We've seen water try to kill us in all sorts of ways. Maybe there's a creature lurking at the bottom and you don't see. Pretty shallow. Do I see anything in the water. No, just this crow sitting on the perch of it. All right. I'll back away from the water um, to the path. Wait for Brava to come in in the room if he's going to come in from the hallway. Yeah. You guys make your way to the door? Yep. Okay. I will open the door. <laughs> You open the door, again, opens inward. It's a very small, candle-lit bedroom, uh, relatively empty, except for a wooden bed and a night table where a pale candle burns and an iron candle holder. The bed is perfectly made, 
The sheets, however, display an ominous dark crimson stain right in the middle of it. Ah. That blood on that bed? Like, did someone die in there? Guys? Maybe? I'll step in the room. You can step in, no problem. I will use my doctor's intellect to determine whether or not this is dried blood. It clearly looks like blood to you. Okay. Yeah, it's blood. As you guys are in the room and, and kind of taking this in, the stain slowly starts to bubble a little bit. And the blood literally starts to rise up off the sheet itself. And slowly take form with muscle and bone and then at the very end a layer of skin comes over the entire thing and you see a female with very icy blonde hair and even as you're looking her image kind of flickers a bit it's almost like it's coming in and out of focus oh And it just hovers over the bed. You look like the queen that we faced? Or the person we faced? Certainly looks similar. I remember she had shimmery hair too. So we have to fight the gross bloodstained demon. And then what does it give us? (laughs) Oh, she's the mother. We had to do something with the mother. What do we have to do with the mother? Oh, right. On the, full to moon. Def- on the full moon. Defeat the mother under the full moon? Is that what it was? Yeah. Look for the mother. It was look, yeah. Look for the mother under the full moon. When the moon is full. When the moon is full. Look for the mother when the moon is full. Everybody, mooner. <laughs> <laughs> it's full. <laughs> well i'm out of ideas is there a window in this room jay there is not i'll i'll speak to the creature okay hello are oh um are you uh, do you live here i am trapped here How are you trapped? The spirit, when you ask this question, becomes... It looks to get a little angrier. What's your name? Give me a persuasion check, Blinky. (laughs) 14. 14. The creature looks at you, flickers a little bit, and kind of points to you and says, All should remember who I am. Let's just assume we forgot. I am the queen, of course. Baba Yaga is the queen's mother. 
maybe we have to look for Baba Yaga under the full moon. Or we can just solve the problem and kill the queen. (laughs) I was thinking that this meant that that meant that this was the wrong place to be, but I see your point, Cam. That would solve a lot of problems. Blinky, Penny, and Cam, since you've spoken to her, give me insight rolls. Cool. There's Mad Dog on the water right now. <laughs> How'd you do, Blinky? Natural 20 for a 19. Ooh, for Cam? a 19. Unnatural <laughs> 20. And Penny. I got a regular 19. <laughs> You get the impression between the three of you that she's lying to you with each answer. Hmm. Save for the very first one where she started to get a little angrier. Cam, I don't think this is the real queen. Uh, That's not. You think the queen would be in Baba Yaga's hut in a puddle of her own blood? Or is a puddle of her blood? She seems to be capable of very many things, Cam. I don't know what to put past her or not. Seems to be flickering a lot. This whole day's been weird. Do do you see anything weird with her? Like, is is she a ghost? Everything looks the same to you, Brava, that it does to the rest of the party at this point. This is about to say. Not particularly. I'm still pondering on what the bird said about. Uh, getting what he can't. So I, I, I believe the riddle, the answer to the riddle is something to do with dreams. I'm not sure how we get to dreams. I mean, we've put people to sleep before. <laughs> but there's a heavy air quotes on that. <laughs> Tell me, Queen, um, do you dream of ruling longer than you're supposed to? Persuasion. Oh, wait, I have advantage because of my earrings. That didn't really help me that much. Uh, That's only a 12. I have already ruled. Ooh, and she gets a little bit more angry. Maybe this is one of the old queens. Queens, yes, yes. I'm assuming this is, that one was more of a truthful answer, air quotes. You get that feeling. She definitely seems very irritated when you're referring to her past. Hmm. Know how to find Baba Yaga. Persuasion. Twenty-four. If you look hard enough, you'll find her. So what are you doing on the bed, hovering like that? Um, but you just step off the bed and maybe come talk to the raven. 
I'd prefer to stay here. You always in that form you are like kind of formed from a pool of blood. Did you know that? Persuasion. Oh god. Thirteen. Thirteen. She trapped me here. Who is she? Baba Yaga? Roll persuasion again. Fifteen. Fifteen. She killed me and she took my soul. Oh. It's not good. I think anyone would be mad about that. It seems very valid that you're angry. Kill her if I ever see her again. Your non-body? And non-soul? I will find a way. Well, that soul feeling is pretty um, unnerving, don't you think? She doesn't answer that. She seems to be coming more and more enraged. We do here. I cast healing word on her first level. Okay. Giggles. She heals for eight. <laughs> she flickers a bit, and then you watch as one hand reaches out and grabs Blinky. Ah! Oh, and then that arm gets chopped. Uh, which is fine. <laughs> the 24 is going to hit. You suffer yes. one level of exhaustion. Oh, God Roll for initiative, kids. I'll let you react first, though, Cam. Okay. Yeah, I was... Without attack. How'd you do, Cam? Roll the one. Yeah, <laughs> With alacrity, you move that slow, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did that. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you rolled the one to hit. I see. Yes. Ah, why did that just do? Hang on. Something just blipped on my end. I'll need just a couple seconds here to reopen it. Here, here. Uh, was that one? Um, well, that can't be good. Your attack rolls are at disadvantage uh-huh. for 1d4 rounds. Okay. And roll once on the wild magic table. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Potted plant. 
potted plant. <laughs> Do you want me to roll the rounds first or the magic table? I'll roll the rounds. You roll the magic table. Deal. 48. 48. Uh, and it's two rounds. Okay. Oh, these are the worst ones. <laughs> no. Um, uh, Blinky, how did you do for initiative? 11. 11? All right. Cam? 15. <laughs> Penny? 13. 13. And Brava? Uh, 17. 17. So it grabs onto Blinky. You swing. And as it goes to reach again, we stop for tonight. It's bigger on the inside. The more we learn about Baba Yaga, the more questions we seem to find. We appreciate you listening and look forward to having you join us again next time on Echoes of Ages.